1: Welcome to Speaking of Travel. I'm your host, Marilyn Ball, and you're listening right here on News Radio 570 WWNC and 880 The Revolution. Remember, Speaking of Travel is brought to you by Appalachian Realty. They've been calling Asheville home since 1979 and can really help if you need to find a place right here in the Western North Carolina area. And big news be sure to go to the speakingoftravel.net website. There you can sign up for. For the Speaking of Travel Travel Club. We're going to send out travel tips and photos, and it's just going to be a lot of fun. So go to speakingoftravel.net, sign up for the Speaking of Travel Travel Club. And remember, you can listen anywhere, anytime in the whole wide world on your free iHeartRadio app. Well, you know, there seems to always be this buzz about South Africa. It's a bucket list for sure. It's exotic. It's thought of as one of those once-in-a-lifetime trips. I've met a bunch of people going lately on this awesome adventure over there. It's unbelievable. People are going horseback riding out into the into the jungle. They're going on safari. They're going to the wine country down in Cape Town. From what I'm hearing, you never get bored in South Africa, and that country is always surprising you. Well, the fact that South Africa offers so much to do, you've got land and sea and jungle, you've got so much different kind of geography, there's so much besides animals, that you can create a really packed itinerary going on a trip down there. It's Amazing, And I'm so happy to bring back today Toby Brown. Toby's been with us a couple of times to tell us about this amazing place. It's South Africa is just one of those places it just comes back over and over. I mean, there are so many travel destinations, but we always come back to South Africa. Toby, welcome to the show. Thank
2: you. Thank you for having me again. It's
1: so great to have you here. And I'm so excited that you're here today in the studio having just returned from a trip.
2: Just returned, fighting, fighting a bunch of jet lag still right now, but I'll do my best today, I promise.
1: Oh, I'm sure you're going to do great, because I want to hear all about this story, and I'm going to I'm going to jump right in and just say that I follow um, Outdoor Africa, your com- the company right. that you're with, mm-hmm. a Custom Photographic Safari and Adventure Company. Yes. So I follow you on Facebook. Wonderful. Which is Outdoor Africa on Facebook, Correct. right? Correct, yep. yep.
2: Facebook.com slash Outdoor Africa.
1: There it is. <laughs> there it is. I'm just blown away. It's like living vicariously through you guys. Right. And watching uh, this yeah. last trip has really been so much fun watching you. Yeah, this last trip was phenomenal. It was a, it was a uh, a pretty big group for us
2: um with lots of uh wonderful personalities and logistics, but it was basically a meetup group out of uh, Washington, D.C., and um, the guy who puts together these or or runs these groups does about two trips a year that he puts together and offers up to multiple meetup groups that he runs, and this one sort of started out as, okay, well, we'll do maybe 20 people, and we're like, great, so we put together this great tour, and it just grew and grew and grew, so by the end, we had 40 people that were going out. And um, logistically, we were definitely, you know, it was a lot of work, but in the end, a ton of fun. It was a lot of great personalities, a really good mix of ages and backgrounds and uh, pretty much everybody in the group. It was their first trip to South Africa, first trip to Africa, to be honest, as, as far as I found out talking to everybody. And they just had an amazing tour. And to the point that I'm I'm literally there were some moments that I'm completely jealous of. So there are there are specifically two animals that I that are kind of the last two sightings that I need to have in the wild to to what to get what Hayden, my business partner, and I called my Safari Grand Slam. And that is the cheetah and the African wild dog. And we had gone out. We had had taken the group to Kruger. So this group sort of focused on Kruger National Park, which is a flagship park in South Africa. It is roughly the size of Israel. It is an amazing, amazing park. We took this group out there. We did about two full days of game drives and, and one afternoon game drive. So they did about two and a half days of game drives. Managed to see all of the big five in day one. I mean, knocked it out of the park. I didn't get that on my first trip, which, which so I was very jealous of that. Um, But then, also on the last night of the drives, uh, a group of a a portion of the group decided to go out and do a a sunset drive, a night drive. And so there's about 21 people that went out on this one. Since I've done a number of night drives and we had such a big group, I decided, okay, I'm going to stay back. I'm going to help take care of you know, just kind of manage everything. Everybody that's still back at the lodge they came back and of course of course they all knew that i was on on the hunt on the hunt for a cheetah and wild dog and i did tell them in in the open safari vehicles the days before i was like if we come upon them i will probably scream with excitement so just know that that's just because of this reason i have not seen these and i've been out to south africa 7 8 times at this point you know they all come back heads heads hung down and officially tell me uh, so a cheetah just like walked right in front of the truck. I'm like, are you kidding me? I, I mean, flipping out. I was just like, my one and only chance. But of course, you know, the truth would be if I had gone on the safari, the cheetah wouldn't have come. That's just how it works. But but it was pretty amazing. They really they really knocked it out of the park with the with the wildlife they got to see. It was phenomenal.
1: Well, did they see the wild dog? They didn't see the
2: wild okay. dog. So, so I, you know, I still, still have that one. You know? yeah. <laughs> I can still take them back and say, OK, we still got one to knock out. Exactly. Yes. But um, but they did get to see the cheetah in the wild, and of course, you know I've pet cheetah and, and interacted and you know seen cheetah, but never actually in the wild of, of Kruger or one of the parks. So
1: unbelievable! I was
2: just phenomenally jealous, but super happy that they got to have that experience this time, which is well. Great. Tell
1: us about the. You mentioned the the five top game. Uh, animals, right? Some people might not know what those are. Okay, so the big
2: five—it's a reference back to um, to the old hunting days. So they were the most dangerous animals uh, to hunt, particularly when they got got injured. So that is the elephant, the rhino, the cape buffalo, the lion, and the leopard. Wow! And you've seen all of those? I've yes, I've seen all of those. And this group saw those in their first full in day, their first, which is which is yeah which is phenomenal, right? And I know that a lot of people do manage to to do that, but uh, to go out into a park like Kruger, which is enormous, and to have one day that you could basically knock that out and to the point where some of these sightings were, we pulled up on a leopard, and leopards are very elusive, and they pretty much travel by themselves. We pulled up on a on a courting couple. And got and they were walking down a riverbed, and this is one portion in Kruger where you actually drive over a bridge that, that brings you down to eye level with the water. And so these two two leopards, this male and female, were walking basically right towards us at eye level to the point that once they were about 10 to 15 yards out, we had to start the truck and get out of the way because he, he wasn't going to move. He was just going to pretty much walk over us. So that sighting was, I, I mean, one of the craziest and coolest Leopard sightings. I've and I've seen. I've seen wonderful leopard sightings, but this one was so close, so personal. They sat there for a while. You saw part of the courtship ritual happening, and they were they were literally a stone's throw away from us. So it was it was a, a, a very wow sighting.
1: Well, being a hopeless romantic, I can tell you that my heart is beating. Yes. <laughs> I feel that I would have wanted to see them and love them forever and ever, mm-hmm. and. I'm wondering, do do leopards mate forever? Do we know this? Uh,
2: I I would say I don't believe so. Um, we're going to look that into that. that. Is, yeah, we should, <laughs> we should look into that during so, the break. Absolutely. We're
1: going to yeah. <laughs> We're going to go to the Google and see if we can find out about the leopard mating for life. But you know, I hearing you talk, Toby, about the the experience, and when we come back from the break, we're going to talk more about it. But it, you know, as I was saying in the opening. People who go to South Africa, they come back changed people. You know, there's something so magical, and not only because it's Africa, right, but because there are magic moments that are still just part of you know the all, human existence. Always the existence from getting of- back
2: to nature, from detaching to to just seeing your first African sunset. It's it's all mind boggling, and every person that I ever send out to africa comes back saying i have to go back well there you go
1: so well repeat customers for you yes (laughs) newbies for the rest well thanks toby for being on the show toby brown he's here with outdoor africa we're talking about his most current trip this is marilyn ball you're listening to speaking of travel we'll be right back People call Asheville home for all different reasons, and they all mean a better quality of living that reflects their very own uniqueness. Whether you're looking for a funky loft in downtown Asheville, an arts and crafts bungalow in a walkable community, or a small farm to create your own artistic legacy, Appalachian Realty Associates will help you find properties as unique as you. Visit them at AppalachianRealty.com or at their welcoming bungalow office on Arlington Street right near downtown. Appalachian Realty, helping people call Asheville home since 1975. 79.
0: Latino buying power is huge and rising fast. If you want to tap into this new market, then connect by advertising in Ola Carolina magazine. This glossy Spanish language magazine is published monthly and reaches over 70,000 Spanish speaking residents in western North Carolina. Ola Carolina magazine is about much more than just speaking Spanish. It's about Latino culture. Visit olacarolina.com and transform how you attract, Engage and connect with Latino customers.
1: This football season, speaking of travel, is joining the tailgating celebration featuring the food, drinks, and colorful characters that gather in college stadium parking lots on game days. Our good friend, veteran journalist, and author Doc Lawrence will be sharing the flavors and aromas that make this so much fun during the fall. You can be sure that Doc will have celebrities and restaurant recommendations. You can tune in each week through December for all the fun right here on Speaking of Travel.
3: Fly me to the moon. Let me play among the stars. And Let me see what spring is like on...
1: Welcome back to Speaking of Travel. I'm your host, Marilyn Ball. You're listening right here on News Radio 570 WWNC and 880 and 92.9 The Revolution. Speaking of Travel is brought to you by Appalachian Realty. They've been here helping people call Asheville home since 1979. And remember, go to the speakingoftravel.net website, sign up for the free Speaking of Travel Travel Club. We'll be sending out newsletters and information about things to see and do, travel tips. It's really going to be a lot of fun. And remember, you can listen anywhere, anytime on your free iHeartRadio app. Well, I am so excited to have Toby Brown from Outdoor Africa right here in the studio today, hyped up from his recent trip he just got back. Welcome to the studio. Thank you. Thank you. Toby, how fun. So I was saying before the break that... um, you know, following you on Facebook has been so much fun because you take well. A outdoor Africa is like a custom photographic safari, so right. just by the nature of that, right? So we put out a lot of
2: wonderful photos oh, of my wildlife gosh. that we take throughout the throughout the year with tours, and I I try to keep those. Specifically updated to the most recent tours as much as we can. Well, so. I
1: love that this trip you had this theme of elephants. They seem to always be photobombing. your. Yes,
2: <laughs> on my personal Facebook. Yeah, absolutely. On your personal. Yeah. Yes, right. I was just I, just joking around about every every selfie I took. There was an elephant in the background photo bombing so me. Cute. Yes.
1: <laughs> so you took this group out. You were in Kruger. Now I want to talk a little bit about Kruger because um, I was in South Africa a couple of years ago and we went to a game park game mm-hmm. reserve right uh and stayed there we okay. had lovely accommodations yeah. and food that was unbelievably wonderful people who you know were right do you remember the name of the reserve i you don't know, particularly okay. yeah it was small and private right so right. kruger is is a national park is
2: a national park um run and uh handled by sand parks so south african south african national parks associate that's like a you know government association it's a it's a huge park it has a number of camps within it that you can stay in with this group particularly we actually stayed right outside of the gate uh, part of what we ran into sand parks can be a little complicated a little difficult uh, with their management and we what what happened right before we headed out was that we had bookings in certain camps and then a bunch of the service members uh, or service employees who work for sand parks went on strike and so we what we have to do with a group like sandparks is actually call regularly up until all the way up until when we book from up up until we're about to start a tour and reconfirm just make sure we do we have our rooms do we have our rooms with the group this size we were not getting the comp, the reconfirmation we wanted so we just said scrap it we're going to stay right outside the gate just so we guaranteed the rooms so we definitely did that with this group Ultimately, a lot of times when we take people out, we do stay within the parks. Um, Staying within the parks is actually a really neat experience because when you start in the morning, you're just boom. You're right into the reserve. You – You can do the same thing on the outskirts of the park, but a lot of time on the outskirts of the park, you have a lot more people trying to get in, so it can take a bit longer to get through the gates and and get going, which we ran into a little bit of as well. Another thing with sand parks is that they sometimes are understaffed, and so when you have a lot of people there trying to get in, we got there and had huge lines because they had one person working to process all the paperwork, which you have to do each time you go in in the mornings, and then um, no processing, no machine to process the payments, which was a nightmare. But um, but that's stuff that happens in Africa, and we use, there's a couple phrases you always use that I always tell people you need to understand when you travel in Africa, and that is uh, TIA, this is Africa, and sometimes that's just the way it is. And another one is Africa wins again. And a lot of times it's just... The best laid plans of mice and men, right? You go in and you say, well, this is what we're going to do, but Africa's going to handle it how Africa is going to handle it. And you just have to be able to go with the flow and, and manage it. So,
1: Well, like I said in the beginning... It's a country that loves to surprise you. It certainly is a country <laughs> that loves to surprise. Ways. Yes. It could be in all many, many, many
2: ways. surprises. Yes. And, it, and it moves at its own pace. Definitely moves at its own pace. You can't. You, it's hard to go into Africa with sort of this American ideal of this is how you know we function on a very timetable, immediacy. Uh, Beat and when you go to Africa, everything's a lot more slowed down. Everything just sort of it it goes the way it goes, and you have to go in with the with the mentality of it's about the journey and not the destination. And sometimes that journey means you get stopped on a road for forty minutes because you get you know a timber truck fell over or some random random thing happens, and that's just part of being in Africa. That's just how it is.
1: Well, this is important, and I'm glad that that we were able to to segue into this topic because I think a lot of times when we're thinking of travel, of venturing into a, a culture that's not familiar, right. uh, we carry with us so much perception and routine ourselves Absolutely. and habits yeah. right. and expectations. Yes. And
2: expectations is a huge thing that I always, when I
1: sit down with groups or,
2: you know, if somebody came and sat, sat with me and said, I want to go to Africa and I've never been, there's a lot of different ideas about what that means, what Africa means. First first and foremost is making sure that people know how to separate Africa, that Africa is an enormous continent that that compri- is comprised of a number of countries, and all of those countries are very different. So when you see something coming from Africa where there may be, uh, say, the violence that would be happening more recently in Western Africa that is not the case in south africa and they're very far away from each other when i took my my now wife uh, out for her first trip a couple of years ago that was right at the time of the uh, ebola scare that was happening in western africa and she got it was her first trip and she constantly got calls why are you going out there are you sure you should go out there and i had to sit and explain to to certain people like listen this place that that's happening is 6000 miles away from where we will be. That's like driving to California and back again. Mm-hmm. The distance is enormous and uh, and even if you actually look at as the crow flies, North Carolina was was just about as close to the Ebola scare as South Africa was. You know, a little bit a, a little bit more but not that much. So, you know, I first have to do that. I have to explain that this is a different uh, that there are different countries, and all of these countries function differently uh, and then the The other thing is is those expectations the expectations of You know, that every that it's going to be as easy as booking room, like booking accommodations and booking this and booking that is going to be as easy as calling Europe and doing that. It's just not that's just not how it works. And so you definitely have to be able to go with the flow. And I I always let people know, like, trust us, because the way that we work, knowing Africa, the way that we do is there's always a plan B and there's always a plan C. There's always a backup.
1: I love that. And I think trust, again, as we're talking about travel is another such a critical part of the whole process that you as as the traveler have to put your head around
2: right you do and that's what what is helpful with me being here in the states and being able to sit with people and and explain those things and 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 build that trust and let them know that yes this is how it works but we we've got your back we're there we're going to handle it. If a problem comes up, we're going to handle it. If this one plan doesn't work, we have other plans. And that's just essentially how we work. So we want it to be that you don't have to worry. And we and we do want you to trust us, but we know that trust is a hard, it's a hard earned thing. And so it's just, you know, me being here to try and build that relationship with, with each client that always comes home as a friend for us. And, and just building that and making sure that, they understand it might not go according to plan, but you're going to have an amazing time, and we're going to make sure of that.
1: Well, South Africa is uh, – and and Africa, obviously, you know, is epic. It's an, th- this is an epic place. Absolutely. Like you said, a bucket list item for many, many people. Absolutely. And it's a big trip. You know, uh, it's yes. a big trip getting there. It's a big trip overall. So having the trust – Being able to be realistic with the expectations and knowing that when you come back, you will have fulfilled... a a lifetime of memory and and awesomeness right yes and maintaining that flexibility (laughs) absolutely well thank you toby for being on the show today when we come back from the break i want to hear more about the tours that you take working with kids there's so many things that that are going on that Mm -hmm. are really exciting this is marilyn ball you're listening to speaking of travel we're here today with toby brown from outdoor africa and we'll be back right after the break This football season, Speaking of Travel, is joining the tailgating celebration, featuring the food, drinks, and colorful characters that gather in college stadium parking lots on game days. Our good friend, veteran journalist and author, Doc Lawrence, will be sharing the flavors and aromas that make this so much fun during the fall. You can be sure that Doc will have celebrities and restaurant recommendations. You can tune in each week through December for all the fun right here on Speaking of Travel.
0: Latino buying power is huge and rising fast. If you want to tap into this new market, then connect by advertising in Ola Carolina magazine. This glossy Spanish language magazine is published monthly and reaches over 70,000 Spanish-speaking residents in Western North Carolina. Ola Carolina magazine is about much more than just speaking Spanish. It's about Latino culture. Visit OlaCarolina.com and transform how you attract, Engage and connect with Latino customers.
1: on Arlington Street, right near downtown. Appalachian Realty, helping people call Asheville home since 1979.
3: Fly me to the moon. Let me play among the stars. Let me see what spring is like on Jupiter and Mars.
1: Welcome back to Speaking of Travel. This is Marilyn Ball, I'm your host, right here on News Radio 570 WWNC 880 and 92.9 The Revolution. And remember, Speaking of Travel is brought to you by Appalachian Realty. They've been here calling Asheville home since 1979. You should visit their cute little bungalow right off of Charlotte Street on Arlington Place. They will help you find the house the home, the barn, the farm of your dreams. And remember you can listen anywhere, anytime in the whole wide world on your free iHeartRadio app. And you can follow Speaking of Travel on Twitter. That would be hashtag speak travel to me. That's the number two. Speak travel to me. Well, here, speaking travel to me, right here in the studio is Toby Brown. He's with Outdoor Africa, mm-hmm. just getting back from Outdoor Africa, right? Okay. Correct. Yes. Oh my God! What a great trip. Well, Toby, we've talked about this meetup group, this particular trip that you the one, were I, just yeah, the on. one I just came off of. So mm-hmm. this is a meetup group, like just in DC, people come and they meet up, and then they offer them trips.
2: Correct. Well, it's a it's a meetup group that is specified. That the man who runs it does a 20s and 30s meetup group, a 30s and 40s meetup group. Uh, I believe he's got a 20s and 30s Asian meetup group, and then he's also got a global travel group. And so what he actually does is put together a couple of different tours each year and offers them across the board for people to sign up. He does a wonderful job. He's very organized, stays, uh, offers really great trips for a, a decent price, and so um he put together with me this this tour, and I kind of connected with him through a friend who moved to d c went to one of the meetup groups, joined it, and saw what he was doing, and said, "Hey, I've got this friend you know which was perfect it's just you know great networking situation The group um came out, and for us it was it was Definitely interesting because a lot of times when we deal with groups, we, we I get to sit down and actually speak to everybody in the group before they go. This was a situation where I didn't really get to do that. So we had a bit of a learning curve in the beginning. I think that happens with every tour, of course. There's always a learning curve. You see how people travel, what their interests are. This was just exponentially larger because there were 40 people, and so there were 40 personalities and 40 differences. And the age the age ranges were different and the the backgrounds were different. That actually made it— very interesting and exciting too. It made it a lot of fun to be able to get all these people together and give them these experiences that universally hit the mark, you know, universally getting out into a game reserve, regardless of your background, regardless of your age, getting out there, disconnecting for your first time and really seeing the, the wildlife and the. African sunrise and enjoying. We brought in one night, we surprised them and brought in some local dancers and musicians for dinner and had a whole display and everyone just had a phenomenal time. And so it was really interesting and great to see that, to be able to be able to say we took all these personalities and they still all had a great time, you know, and and had this phenomenal trip. So that was a really fun experience for us. And, it's something that I we hope to continue to do and have always loved about what we do.
1: Well, I think that speaks volumes about your company, about Outdoor Africa, yeah. um, about the way that you pay attention to um, the people, right. the the vibe. Yes, uh, and you know, having been in South Africa and been on on a safari, I can say uh, there's there's a natural rhythm when you're there that right. is. Unlike anything you've ever experienced before. Absolutely. So being able to unplug, as you say, to just allow your own vibration to become a part of that natural rhythm. Right. Uh, and then to be guided along by experts like you and your partner in right. South Africa uh, is a win-win for everybody.
2: Absolutely. And, it, and there's a lot of wonderful, calm moments that help you recenter and rebalance yourself When you're out in the bush, I mean, getting to sit there in dead silence because there's an elephant 10 feet from your vehicle, that's a reset that puts you back into this sort of primitive like, okay, I'm not the biggest beast in this situation here, you know. And so that is a really great way to get back to just the basics really just get back to the basics it's not about it's not about who who put up the best picture on facebook it's not about you know who who you you're competing with as far as social status or whatever or or the next work thing that you have to deal with or the next text you get that you feel like you have to immediately respond to all that goes away because now it's just like i'm going to Shut my mouth and enjoy this experience,
1: and be humbled. And by be the, humbled by it. By absolutely, it. absolutely. I mean, that's the thing. Is that you know when you're when you're faced with an elephant or a rhinoceros or a hippopotamus yeah. in the wild, mm-hmm. it's very humbling. I mean, it is. It, like it, the Lion King. It I absolutely mean, is. It's like a Disney movie in some yeah. ways, and it's something that we
2: here in the states we don't experience that in the same way, just because we don't have that. a a ton of large predators that can give us that i i guess sort of inner nervousness but also excitement at the same time it kind of puts those butterflies in your stomach and i guess maybe the closest thing we would have would be a bear if you encountered a bear in the wild but ultimately when you're sitting there next to the largest land mammal in the world or the tallest land mammal in the world or a, a leopards walking straight at your face those are things that really just get inside you and you know reset you in a very primitive way
1: and you mentioned the sunsets and we have to take a second to talk about the sunsets in oh, Africa yes. because You know, we have beautiful sunsets. We can go to the beach and see a beautiful sunset. I mean, knock on wood, we have a beautiful solar system where we have beautiful sunsets, (laughs) depending on where you are. However, with all that said, the sunsets that you see in South Africa
2: are are, Are golden and red and the... The sounds that you're hearing are insects and and bird life and wildlife that you're not familiar with. The smells are different. The stars are more prevalent because there's less light pollution. There's just something about that. I've got a friend who's out in South Africa literally right now, and she's not on a tour with us. She went out, did, did her own tour. One of the first things she put up with was a picture of a sunset that said, "Boy, they weren't lying about these South Af- these African
1: sunsets." And I was like, "Told you." I know, I, I know. I, you know. And really, just being able to um, experience that. Yeah. Um, you know, with the sundowner tradition, yep. I guess you all do that. Absolutely. Yep. Ha-
2: having a drink at sundown, that, yep. is, that is definitely a South African tradition. Well, so. there you
1: go. So you have to have your sundowner as yes. you're watching the sun go down. Mm-hmm. I can remember uh, being in a place where we were having our sundowner tradition right at this big it wasn't even a lake. It was just like a big pond. watering hole type situation. A watering situation. hole. Mm-hmm. And there were the hippos right there. Yeah. You know, and we're just right here. And it just all seemed normal. It, there was a sense of normalcy. Like, oh, this is the way it's supposed to be. Right,
2: right. But in the back of your head, there's also a sense of awe.
1: Oh, awe and peace and, right. hum, you know, being humble. Absolutely. Having that sense of humility of, wow, I am... Definitely on the low chain. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. (laughs) My goodness. Well, Toby, this is so great. And there's just so much that I want to talk to you about because Mm -hmm. um, Outdoor Africa, you've been, how long has your company been out there? So,
2: my business partner, the director of our company and uh, an amazing friend and guide, he's been professionally guiding for around 20 years at this point. Outdoor Africa began specifically in 2009 he he began it with a partner actually out of colorado and he still works with us a little bit but has has he's maybe doing one tour a year or so just kind of backed off a little bit which is where i came in a couple of years ago and it's just been exponentially growing we've had amazing trips this trip was phenomenal i I was on another trip the beginning of July, and I was only home for two weeks, and that trip was phenomenal. But I only go out occasionally. The team out there is out every month just moving and moving and shaking and, and showing South Africa to people.
1: Awesome, And there's so much to see and do. So, so much. When we come back, let's talk about that. Great. Let's get right down to so much to see and do. It's perfect. Awesome. Thank you, Toby, for being on the show today. This is Marilyn Ball. You're listening to Speaking of Travel. We'll be back right after the break with my guest, Toby Brown from Outdoor Africa. Thanks again.
0: Latino buying power is huge and rising fast. If you want to tap into this new market, then connect by advertising in Ola Carolina magazine. This glossy Spanish language magazine is published monthly and reaches over 70,000 Spanish-speaking residents in Western North Carolina. Ola Carolina magazine is about much more than just speaking Spanish. It's about Latino culture. Visit olacarolina.com and transform how you attract, Engage and connect with Latino customers.
1: This football season, Speaking of Travel, is joining the tailgating celebration featuring the food, drinks, and colorful characters that gather in college stadium parking lots on game days. Our good friend, veteran journalist and author Doc Lawrence will be sharing the flavors and aromas that make this so much fun during the fall. You can be sure that Doc will have celebrities and restaurant recommendations. You can tune in each week through December for all the fun right here on Speaking of Travel. Office on Arlington Street right near downtown Appalachian Realty helping people call Asheville home since 1979
3: fly me to the moon let me play among the stars and let me see what spring is like on Jupiter and
1: Mars. welcome back to Speaking of Travel, I'm your host, Marilyn Ball. You're listening right here on News Radio 570, WWNC 880, and 92.9 The Revolution, all right here. And remember, Speaking of Travel is brought to you by Appalachian Realty. And remember this too, you need to go to the speakingoftravel.net website. Sign up for the Speaking of Travel Travel Club. And Toby Brown, my guest from Outdoor Africa, is here today, and you were talking. Earlier, about this meetup group, I think I might have to start a speaking of travel I, meetup that's group. That's a brilliant idea. I'm going to do it for sure. Well, Toby, we've talked about this current trip. I know yes. it's so exciting when you come back from a big epic trip and oh, you're yes. like, oh, I'm so psyched. I've just come back and there's so much to talk about. Right. But I want to talk about the company. I want to talk about outdoor Africa okay. and how someone like me or someone like Randy over here could. Put together a trip. What if we wanted to go? Randy, what about you? Thinking, I'm ready. You ready to go to South Africa?
0: <laughs> My passport is current. Oh, good. Oh, that one, that's
2: <laughs> helpful. That's usually the first thing <laughs> we check.
1: We have to know that for sure. So, Toby, tell us a little bit about kind of the nuts and bolts of getting tuned in to you guys. Great. Well, the
2: nuts and bolts is really if you're, if you're interested in putting together a trip, it's really just reaching out and, and saying, I'm interested. And if you don't know where to start, I am super happy to help you get started. My usual first questions are when are you looking to go and what are some of your interests? And then I will take that and try to build an itinerary specific to you. And a lot of times what we really love to do is do tours that are specific to your group or your family or your you and your friends. So a lot of times we don't actually do tours where you're jumping on with a bunch of people you don't know. We do some of those occasionally, but We really enjoy the intimacy of taking a group of friends that know each other that are going to have an adventure together. And so we, for instance, I've got a couple of groups going out later this year and and next year that are neighbors. Uh, They all live in the same neighborhood and they hang out and have barbecues and sometimes they travel together and they just said, let's just do this adventure together. And it's great because they all know each other and we get to take that group and show them uh, South Africa. And I get to sit down with them as a whole and say, what are the things you enjoy? What are some of the experiences you want to have? Do you like, are you wine drinkers? Do you want to go to the wine country in Cape Town? Are you adventure seekers? Do you want to go cage diving with great white sharks? You know, do do you just want to go see wildlife? And of course, seeing the wildlife is pretty universally one of the things everybody wants to do. But we also like to break that up. Do you want to go spend some time in a in a local village do you want to do a lot of shopping are you shoppers we can cover the gamut of things that you want to do and south africa has a ton to offer i've got a family going out later in this month that are really big hikers so we've added a few days of hiking in, in there in specific areas and so we love that we love to cater to your special interests not just because we want you to have a great time, but that makes it exciting for us. We get to do new tours. We get to add new elements to each tour. I've constantly been saying I want to do uh, a tour for musicians or or a tour for artists where we focus on music and we focus on art. I've, I've been... Gunning to try and make that happen here. So any musicians or artists out there, please call me. But uh, but absolutely, that's you really just call me. And if and if if ultimately it's I want to go to South Africa, I don't know what to expect. I don't know what to do. I just I just want to go and I want to do a safari. Then I will put together a best of tour for you and I will show it to you. And we can basically go through that that itinerary it costs nothing to call me it costs nothing for me to put together an itinerary and we can go through that and tweak it you might look at it and say well that i love this i love this but this i'm not so interested in or this and, and you're not going to hurt my feelings you know just tell me what you like and what you don't like and we'll tweak it we'll say okay well that day instead of that we'll move to, we'll do this thing or we'll do that thing so the the possibilities are endless and so I love to put together tours like that specifically if you came to me. If you're a solo traveler and you do want to join a group, I do actually probably once a year get put together people who have contacted me and said, "I'm a solo tra- I'm just me, I want to go, but they don't can't really afford a just a private tour because of course it costs a bit more." So I can try and put together a small group of solo travelers and typically that's going to be between 4 and 12 people. So you get to still have this amazing intimate experience. With not a ton of personalities, but you still get to connect with your guide, connect with your experience, get to know a few people, not feel overwhelmed, and still have an amazing tour. So those are things we also put together. But yeah, just calling me and contacting me and saying, I want to go.
1: Well, let's put out there how somebody could contact you, you Absol- have, your outdoor africa has a website we
2: do so it's outdoor hyphen africa.com or outdoor dash i always say dash but outdoor hyphen africa.com you can reach me toby at outdoor hyphen africa.com my uh my phone numbers on the website uh emails on the website all of our social media we're very social media friendly we're on twitter we're on instagram we're on facebook we're on linkedin we we're kind of across the board so find us anywhere just search for outdoor africa and and you can definitely hunt us down and if you go to our facebook tons of photos i've actually even started my own facebook group for past and present clients so everybody can get on and share photos together so we just we really love to interact and really the goal for us as a company is we want you to go to africa and feel like you're visiting an old friend who's showing you southern africa and that is really what the experience we want you to have we don't want you to always feel like you're just on a tour we want you to feel like you're getting to see africa through the eyes of a local as authentic as possible
1: and it is such an authentic geography and authentic place sense of place uh when you were talking about music and talking about culture and bringing in dancers absolutely I mean, that part uh it, it's it's mind-blowing. I mean, there's no other way to describe it. You right. really you you step into that environment and you are it's like you're on another planet. Absolutely. I mean, but it's the it's like the the jumping-off point for our for civilization right there. Yeah. So, you know, you feel that vibe. Yeah. It's hard to describe it unless you put your feet it really is. And, one of, and one of the things
2: that we really love is to get to see South Africa again through the eyes of somebody seeing it for the first time. That goes back to the trip I just did before this. There, were, It was, was with a bunch of elementary school kids out of Chattanooga, Tennessee. We took 11 rising third through sixth graders and a few chaperones out and we got to cater a trip to kids. And that was awesome. It was really great to be able to say, okay, we're going to do, we're going to, show the kids a safari we took them out and stayed in a private game reserve where we were in dome tents we had bush toilets there were leopards and lions walking around at night outside of our tents it was it was phenomenal and the kids loved just sitting around the fire at night telling stories and eating dinner and and being in the african bush and having this like really wild experience, and that to us was phenomenal
1: absolutely. And when you think about those children as they grow up and right. having that experience will become probably our our leaders, you know, they're going to be the ones who right. uh, they get rise ex- to the occasion. They get exposed that. to other
2: cultures. And that, for that trip, actually, my business partner brought his his young boys along so that the kids could interact with, with locals and local kids their age. And you should have seen these kids when they got together. It was like they'd known each other for years. There wasn't a step. There wasn't a misstep of like, you're somebody different or you're somebody new. It was like, oh, hey, come hang out with us. And that was it. And it was done. They were fast friends. They still talk. They're still talking over email right now. Of course, so it's it's amazing the the connections that are made that way.
1: It is amazing, and and again, I mean, you know, just thinking of third through sixth graders, get, that's an epic trip. That I is, I mean, it's a long Absolutely. flight. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to have stamina to be able to really, um, but it's worth it. It's like it, when you're talking about kind of unplugging. As soon as you get on the plane, and you and you're sitting in a airplane for that amount of time, right. going to this destination to then step on the soil in this land yeah. that is so grand. Um, and realizing that, that
2: South Africa, that this new place is not a scary place. It's not something you need to fear. It's not something you need to um, be wary of because you don't know it and get going out and seeing this is why your your show is amazing you you promote traveling you promote getting out exposing yourself to the world and realizing that there's a lot more to offer than your bubble you know and what you live in
1: and you don't postpone joy you don't wait until you retire you wait, you you wait until you have enough money you plan right. you put it aside but you set your intention i'm doing this trip i'm going on this trip yeah. so Let's say we're all going on this trip, Toby. Absolutely. Tell us again, how can we get in touch with you so and you your just, guys? You
2: just check me out on our website, www.outdoor-africa.com. You can give me a call. My my phone number is on there. My email is on there. Just contact us directly that way. Also, can find us on social media anywhere, and you can contact us through that. I'm going to be the one who typically is going to respond to you. You will have somebody who particularly if you're here in the States, that is on your time frame and, and can can speak to you regularly.
1: Awesome. Well, thank you, Toby, again, for thank being you. on the show. I look forward to doing it again. Yes, please. Finding out about your new trips coming up, when you've when you get back and keep following toby brown on facebook what a great um great guest thank Thank you you. so much appreciate it hey this is marilyn baugh you've been listening to speaking of travel okay so go out have a great week do something a little bit different shake it up you know it's it's time to step out of your comfort zone and don't postpone joy